All right, back here on 760 WJR. Hey, with all the uh, negative news and down stuff, I thought I'd bring you something from Haiti here that was a little bit positive. Uh, the kids were downstairs from where I'm broadcasting. When I went down to grab a iPad, there were about 15 of them in there with Janine. Um, she does a little, like, uh, I don't know, what would you call it, bull session, counseling session with the, with the girls, the teenage mm-hmm. girls, um, highlighted by cashews. Uh, oh. As soon as she opens up the uh, the jar of cashews, the conversation gets ex- <laughs> extraordinarily uh, faster. Uh, and anyhow, uh, one of the girls who's one of our best and brightest here, uh, Bianca Moisette, is uh, 18 now, 17 years old. And she said, can I come on the radio? And I said, well, what, what do you want to talk about? She said, I don't know. I said, well, think of a question. And then she took about 30 seconds and she said, I have a question. So I said, all right, come on. And she came upstairs here. So say hi to everybody in Detroit. Hello. Hello. Hello, Hello Bianca. Okay. So you wanted me to ask you a question about the Duolingo test, right? So there's a test here that you can take. Very much you've probably heard of the TOEFL test. Yes. Uh, you know, for English proficiency. So the Duolingo test is, is another test that's accepted by colleges. Uh, as, because you can't, unfortunately, the TOEFL test, which we used to take, you have to go to a place to take it. And with the gangs and the violence here in Haiti, that got shut down, and you, nobody's able to go and take a TOEFL test because the one place where you could take it was in a dangerous area, and so they stopped giving it. So what were kids who wanted to go to college to do? I mean, these are the kind of problems that kids in Haiti face. So there was this other test that you could take online called the Duolingo test. So our kids regularly study for it, and um, today uh, and yesterday and today were the days that they took it. So tell us what that whole Duolingo, you know, the process of, like, building up to it is like and what it, what it is for the kids, what the pressure is for it, and what it means to you guys. Well, taking the Duolingo test for me was very stressing. It honestly was easy because of all my practices, but I managed to pass with a score of 110 out of 160. But we, just like Mr. Mitch said, we regularly practice, and all the other kids, the older kids, we practice most of the time, making sure we we are able to get good grades, good scores. So 110 is... is if you get that, basically, you can get admitted to any, any school in, in the States. I mean, it's not like the SATs where, you, you know, you, you have to get close to perfection to get into the top school. It just shows that you have English proficiency, although you can pretty much tell by listening to Bianca talk. Yeah, I don't know why she would have any problems with English. Yeah. How, how, how did you get so good in English? Because everybody back home there is kind of marveling at how well you speak. Well, Mr. Mitch's sister, Miss Kara is the principal of the school, um, Half Faith Haiti Bilingual Academy of Port-au-Prince. She got great teachers who taught us how to speak perfect English. So I am I managed to speak great English. Mm. Wonderful. Do really, this, really too. impressive. What does uh, um, the, <laughs> the fact that you got the 110 and you passed and you don't have to take it anymore mean to you? No more TOEFL, and <laughs> I get the chance to go to college. Yeah. And what does that mean to you? Me? Well, I'm very happy about it. Why? Because I got the chance to experience something that most Haitian kids are not able to experience. You know how many Haitian kids ever go to college? One percent. 
So you're you're now going to be in one percent. No, thanks to you. Not thanks to me. Thanks to you. You did it. <laughs> well, you founded the Have Faith Haiti. So yeah, all of it happens. All goes to you. Well, do you know where you want to go to school? Andrews University. Andrews University in Michigan. Yes. All right, so if anybody out there is listening <laughs> from Andrews University. <laughs> Call in now. Uh, <laughs> yes, Bianca has qualified for her English, and your grades are pretty good too, aren't they? Yes. So we got a good qualified candidate here, Andrews. So this is the first I'm hearing about Andrews. So uh, <laughs> I'm gonna, I think I'm going to have to start making some phone calls. It's Where is Bar- it? Berrien County. Mitch, Berrien County. Over by Kalamazoo. Well, Pascal was almost, yeah. almost going around toward Indiana. Yeah. Okay, hey Mitch, right. yeah. can, can Miss Kara help your staff here with their English, too? <laughs> <laughs> that ship has sailed, unfortunately. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah. Anything else you want to say to the people who are listening, some of whom, a lot of whom have helped, uh, you know, give money to the orphanage over the years? Well, I say thank you, not only for me, but for all of the other kids. We are grateful because, like I said, most, well, technically, half of Haiti doesn't get what we are getting here. We get homes with AC, a private school that where teachers come to us. We don't go to them to the dangerous streets. So thank you for all the donations. Mm. I'm very grateful. Bianca, do you know what you want to study? Do you know what you want to study? Nutrition. Nutrition? Really? Really interesting. When did that happen? Um, Mitch is learning a lot from this interview. (laughs) The kid that was malnourished and I felt very like I was very sad for him thinking of how much I was nourished when I was young but he didn't get the opportunity to for all that and then all of a sudden I changed my mind being like I reminded my, myself of how he if he's like that m- most of the babies in Haiti are like that so I want to come back after studying nutrition come back and I only make a school for the kids in Haiti because they don't have much education but also to um like help them help Haitian moms or fathers with nourishing their kids. That's great. Because a lot of them don't know, don't even know what to give them, right? Exactly. A lot of the mothers here think that they're doing the right thing by giving some, some of the rice that they have, you know, meager rice that they have for dinner, giving it to their two month old. And you can't give a two month old rice, you know, first of all, they're, they can't digest it or chew it, you know, but it's not, you know, you're not helping. And so that's how we end up getting a lot of kids here who are malnourished. We've had two very severe cases in the last year and a half. One was little Naughty, who came to us when she was six months old and seven pounds and had nothing to eat but sugar water. Jeez. And the other was little Bradley, who came to us when he was over three years old and only weighed 10 pounds and was a stick figure. And uh, he now is up to about 30 pounds. Um, and Nadi is just doing fantastic. She's downstairs here. We brought her back with us here, and she's living it up. She's the uh, <laughs> she's the belle of the ball, as they say. <laughs> but uh, what does it mean to you, Bianca, when you see kids like Nadi or kids like Bradley who come in here so depleted, depleted yeah. you know, so almost close to death, and then you watch them and you see, you know, where they are now? Well, when I look at Bradley and Nadi, I'm like, oh, if they can, if they came from malnourished, like nearly dead, the same thing can happen to other Haitian kids if they are well taken care of. That's what you want to do. Exactly. All right, mm-hmm. I told you she was a pretty special nice. kid. Yeah, yeah. When is Indeed. the next sister circle meeting? 
when's when's the next sister circle? Did you say Janine has what the girls serving? The, yes, yes. In the meetings? Yeah. <laughs> when's the next meeting? When's the next? Usually I'm not part of that meeting. I'm in another part oh. where the name of the meeting is very complicated. <laughs> but today I joined their meeting to like a Bible study thing, which I oh. learned a lot of. Very nice. And you had very cashews. Nice. And exactly. cashews. Very nice. <laughs> so was it the Bible or the cashews that attracted you the most? <laughs> Honestly, none, because I had cheese, which is one of my favorite things oh. in the world. <laughs> All right, so we know yeah, it's cheese. cheese. Yeah, it's like a mouse trap. <laughs> Put a Bible in it and some cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Bianca. You're welcome. Bye. Nice to meet you, Bianca. Just fine, huh?